It's Tuesday, October 27, 2009. Today, I'm pleased to announce that under the Recovery Act, we are making the largest ever investment in a smarter, stronger, and more secure electric grid. Obama introduces the electric superhighway. Climate legislation hearings begin in the Senate. Plus, fuel efficiency beats cup holders and the myth of global cooling. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Prepare for six minutes of green news and snarky comment. Brad, you're going to need a bigger throat. Tell me about it, Stephen. This is your Green News Report. The Green News Report is brought to you by VelvetRevolution.us. You've heard our report on the shameless assault on climate change legislation by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. Now it's your turn to push back. Please go to StopTheChamber.com and sign the petition demanding an investigation and accountability for the Chamber's irresponsible behavior. Sign on at StopTheChamber.com. Okay, the president just finished speaking moments ago down there in Arcadia, Florida. What's the news, Desi? Well, the president was speaking at one of the world's largest solar farms, announcing $3.4 billion in grants from the Department of Energy to modernize the nation's aging electric grid. To offer one analogy, just imagine what transportation was like in this country back in the 1920s, 1930s, before the interstate highway system was built. Now, it's time to make the same kind of investment in the way our energy travels, to build a clean energy superhighway that can take the renewable power generated in places like DeSoto and deliver it directly to the American people in the most affordable and efficient way possible. The grant funding comes from the federal stimulus package, and the funds are directed towards improving the efficiency and reliability of the grid, also paving the way for integration of renewable energy sources. The grants will also go to helping consumers use less energy through such programs as smart meters, which are devices that allow consumers to monitor their electric use in real time. What's wrong with our current grid? It's aging. It can't really handle the higher voltage that comes from renewable energy. And we also need help getting the renewable energy from areas where where it is abundant, out to the cities, where it is not. While the president is in Florida, Vice President Joe Biden is in his home state of Delaware today to announce a deal to convert a shuttered General Motors plant into an electric car factory. Electric car maker Fisker Automotive, based in California, received tax incentives from the state of Delaware and will invest nearly $200 million to retool the plant, which is expected to create 2,000 jobs. Oh, and please bring on that electric car. That's all I want to say. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's Climate Week in the Senate, with dozens of witnesses lined up to testify in committee as the Senate takes up landmark climate and clean energy legislation. You mean after all the sturm and drong we've heard about this Senate climate change legislation, it hasn't even got, this is it? it this now, is the it's beginning only now of getting the, there? This is the beginning of oh, the debate. Brother. California Democratic Senator Barbara Boxer says she's targeting to get the bill voted out of committee within the next month, but Republicans have indicated they may try to delay the committee's work on the bill, complaining they haven't had time to study a revised draft <laughs> bill released late last week. Uh, if, if the hearings in the House were any indication, what we're about to hear from the Senate Oh, it ain't going to be pretty. A new CNN poll, however, shows that a majority of Americans support creation of a cap-and-trade system to regulate carbon pollution. Uh, Six in ten Americans support that. 
Over the weekend, citizens from over 5,000 communities gathered for the International Day of Climate Action, spearheaded by the group 350.org, to demand global leaders reach an agreement to combat global warming at the UN climate talks in Copenhagen in December. Check out their inspirational photos from rallies all over the world at the group's website, 350.org. That's 350.org. For the first time, consumers now care about their car's mileage more than they care about cup holders. According to a new survey from PricewaterhouseCoopers, for the first time in years, fuel efficiency is now more important to Americans than the number of cup holders. Although the cup holder survey reinforces the belief that consumers didn't care about fuel efficiency, a former GM employee says American automakers purposely ignored data showing consumers wanted more fuel-efficient cars. You don't say. In an interview this week, a former economist with General Motors said the company routinely dismissed any data that rated fuel economy highly with consumers because he said, quote, our job was not to find out the truth, but to justify decisions that had already been made. Finally, are we in a period of global cooling? According to a new study, the answer is no. The phrase global cooling has been tossed around increasingly of late by climate change skeptics, so the Associated Press decided to take a look. They rounded up independent statisticians, gave them data, and asked them to look for any trends or microtrends, but they didn't tell them that the numbers represented global temperature data. The statisticians found an unmistakable warming trend. And this is counter to these uh, denialists right now, these global warming denialists who have selectively chosen data only since 1998, disregarded, frankly, thousands of years of data. And they said, well, 98 was so hot that it's gotten cooler since then. So that's a trend. And somehow it's global cooling, not global warming. These guys, they will do and say anything to support their corporate brethren. Read about that and much more. That's a serious study at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. The